Greetings, hello, 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 welcome to For the Record, episode number 81. Uh, yeah, this is a bit of an atypical episode. Um, or, wait, no. A non-typical episode. I used the wrong lingo. Um, I also feel very NPR speaking into this microphone that's on the desktop. Anyway, alright. I'm gonna wake up. Um, alright, it is Friday, um, March 31st. We're going into April. Um, this interview, so we've been recording a bunch of episodes, uh, both over phone and in person. And we're going to start putting them up next week. Um, I was going to put one of them up today, but I wanted to make sure that it was absolutely perfect. Um, And it just, I need to mix the audio a little bit. It's been a long week and I wanted to make sure that it was there. Um, But we've got um, comedians. I've got interviews. We had a country singer on the show. We had a pop star that I met up in that I met up with in San Francisco, who was super lovely. Um, we had, uh, Starbucks and chatted, uh, for like an hour. It was a great conversation. I'm really excited to get these up. Um, but just given that it's been a really long week, um, I'm actually going to post something that I've been wanting to post for a long time. So back before this all started, um, before I started doing the podcast and I was, I started doing video stuff and that was up on YouTube. It's somewhere up there. I haven't, we haven't, Shameless Promotions hasn't launched a video channel yet. Um, but I just did some, some of them were good. Some of them were absolute crap, not because of the artist, but just because I was super awkward and it just, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't great. Um, and I then started to really get into podcasting and I started to develop it. And clearly, um, instead of, uh, 15 video interviews, uh, 80 episodes and uh, well over that count now with all the ones that haven't been posted. So um, I feel like the podcast thing stuck pretty well um, at this point in. Um, But years ago, I did have the opportunity to interview one artist um, that I to this day still can't believe that I got to talk to. Um, They're um, a group called Amberlin. And I interviewed their vocalist and guitarist. Um, and it, the reason it was so significant, not just because of uh, getting to interview them, it was because it was their last tour. They were going to finish, and I was like, holy crap, I got an interview with them because they are they were a bigger band. They could headline pretty much any venue um, that was out there. And it was, um, it, it was absolutely crazy to me that I got to, uh, speak with them, um, before they called it quits and before they, they put the talent. Um, but I spoke with, uh, Steven Christian, their vocalist and, um, Joseph Milligan, their lead guitarist, um, backstage at Warp Tour. Now, the reason I'm giving this preface is because when I put the video up and the audio went up with it, I had this thing where I would put a song from an artist over the music, or I would put a song from the artist over the audio while it was playing, so just kind of in the background. But I I don't know why I did it. I just thought it would be cool, and I was trying to stick with it. It's The music is in there in the video, but it's playing over – we were in like a back room at Warp Tour, so there's another band playing – and it's so fucking loud and distorted. 
and you can't hear what they're saying. Like it just, it doesn't like mixed with all the different sounds going together. You can really barely hear what they're talking about. And I was never happy with it. I got a lot of complaints on it, not because of the questions or anything like that, but just because you couldn't really hear anything. Um, and now that this has more views than the video channel and this is a different medium and I'm probably going to put up a video and post it just, I'll find a way to get into the old channel and just like say, Hey, it's here. I wanted to post the old audio from that interview. Um, this is a super short interview. It's about 12, I think it came out to like 12 minutes and like 20 something seconds or something like that. But you know what? I felt like to, I felt like I wanted to do it. I wanted to kind of get this off and I thought it would be a nice little way to, uh, kind of segue into the next week or we're working on, uh, while I'm working on kind of producing segments for some of the next episodes that are going to come up next week. I mean, I, I'm so excited to, um, premiere them. We've even got, Oh crap. I even forgot. We spoke with a, um, a software, um, app developer, um, that's based in music. And, um, I, I can't, I can't even begin to explain how excited I am to show it. Um, but this is with, um, Steven and Joe of Amberlin. So this is technically an episode. We didn't like book them after the fact and be like, Hey, come on and do this or anything. It, it wasn't anything like that. But I interviewed them and I wanted to pull from the archive um, and I'll put up a specific title to show that, hey, this is a throwback to kind of when I started it. But um, it was still a really significant and fun interview and I'm very proud of the questions that were in it. It just wasn't, um, the audio just wasn't mixed the correct way. So hopefully these little adjustments on it and putting it in a place like this will make it a little bit better. Um, so I wanted to share this with you guys. This was, uh, during the, uh, summer of 2014, the last, um, leading up to the very last Amberlin tour that they took on. And finally, to close this out, uh, today's episode, um, was sponsored by one of our newest sponsors, Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the des- it, bleh, excuse me, Vinyl Me Please is the best damn record of the month club. You subscribe, and each month, you'll receive one album that is essential to your modern-day record collection. Each record is exclusively pressed for Vinyl Me, with features you can't get anywhere else. Bonus tracks, inserts, colored variants, and it comes with a 12x12-inch album-inspired art print and custom cocktail recipe. To sign up, visit joinvmp.com slash for the record. Once again, joinvmp.com slash for the record. All right, without further ado, here's the unofficial Amberlin episode. Um, thank you for listening to this longer intro. I, you can skip through it. I, I don't care. I just wanted to make sure that it was, uh, that this was explained. Um, so episode 81 of for the record podcast with Stephen and Joe of Amberlin. Enjoy.
Alright, well, so this is it for you guys after this year. Um, do you guys think that for each of you, this will be your last time playing Warped Tour? Or do you think that there may be other prospective projects that will come into play down the road? No. No? No? You don't think so? No. Oh, really? Oh, I guess not. No, I, I loved it. It's, it's an honor to be on Warped Tour. It's so much fun. This is our third time. But, uh,. Yeah, I think a uh, select few of us are, are pretty much done with touring. Okay. There you go. All right, um, so tell me a little bit about the title of the album, Lowborn. Where did the title originally come from? Um, you know, I think the one thing that we've always tried to do as a band was kind of like never never have that great chasm between between like the fans and friends and then our band. You know, we always wanted to be as like... We never want to come up like cocky or pretentious yeah. or, or be, think that we're like better than anybody else. And so Lowborn was just kind of like the summation of all the, you know, of everything that we've always tried. Yeah. The definition of Lowborn is just basically like treating other people like better than you would yourself or, or uh, thinking higher of other people you know, rather than yourself. You know, it's, it's I mean, the, def the straight up definition is just being more of like a, a low class, you know. And, and uh, so we just feel like we would. That's how we want to view ourselves. That's how we know we want to treat other people. It's just as if, as if everyone else. Yeah. Is treat others the way you want to be treated. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I saw the album artwork, and I'd love to hear your take on what it represents. I feel like just getting, just get looking at it. I feel like it's very symbolic of something. But what would you say? We can't. We can't tell you. Oh, you can't tell us. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean again, it's another one of those like, like, um, I don't know, man. Can we well, say something? I mean, the origin of the, the or yeah of the hand, you know, was it's just it's just basically like again, it's just kind of like a another summation of like the band, you know, to where a lot of people will think that this means like good luck or, or you know like or I'm lying or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, but uh, sorry, that's President no. Obama <laughs> called me for advice on Palestine all the time. <laughs> it's all, it's no worries. Awkward. It's a time eater. It is. It's just, <laughs> It's just always in my way. Always, um, yeah. But actually, the symbolic meaning is just that—that that this is like when the when the early persecution of the Christians is how they would identify each other. They would like you know just cross okay. their fingers, and it, you know. And so the band, as the band, you know, been around this long, we obviously have not toured with Christian bands. We haven't done the Christian circuit. We don't, you know, we don't go to churches or anything like that. Yeah. But but the whole time, like that's you know, our faith has been very important to us. So it's just kind of another way, you know, along with the title, just saying like these are the these are a few summations of our of our career. You know? Absolutely. So not only like the lyrics of the album, but the album name and the album artwork and everything. It's just kind of who we are. Very cool. So what kind of themes would you say are most present on this record, both through the music and the lyrical content? And I know that you, there was some post this morning that you posted a whole blog that um, went down with all the meanings of the lyrics and everything. Yeah. So. Well, I haven't done Lowborn yet just because it it's not out yet, so I don't want to oh, okay. give away the lyrics, but I did the first six records and I just finished Wow. That, you know, just because a lot of the times I would look at the, you know, I was like looking through lyrics, uh, you know, like online, and then I'd be like, that's, that's not what it means. Not, so far, it sounds very ignorant. It's just like blue grass, Bob glass. You know, like, what does it even mean? So I'd rather just, I wanted, for clarification's sake, I just went back and I kind of corrected all the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, and then it kind of gave a brief synopsis. But as far as this record, you know, lyrically, 
I just, it was no holds barred for me, like, you know, just whatever I wanted to sing about because we had the freedom in knowing, like, we're not out there trying to make it. We're not out there trying yeah. to, like, impress a label or, you know, try to, like, write the next big hit single. Yeah. It was never like that. So, musically, uh, they joined us before. Musically, we, we, uh, we had a discussion before, like, what was our uh, plan for this record? What did we want the theme to be? Yeah. And we've had so much freedom with incorporating electronic music and darker themes into everything, and we wanted to keep pushing in that direction. Yeah. You know, and keep with the uh, the vibe that everybody in all of our just completely, uh, I guess, what would you call eclectic music tastes. Yeah. You know, and bring that all together is, is not an easy thing to do and maintain it isn't, yeah. a, a single theme, but you know, we've we've had a great time doing it and it was it was very free and fun just making the record. Awesome. That's always really good. Um so for a second and I know that you posted the lyrics to this already, um, but I wanted to take a step back to cities, and there's a reason for this. So, considering the circumstances of the band ending, and this is since this is more of a music blog and things like that, I wanted to ask about the lyrics to the Unwinding Cable Car, and in terms of what the story was behind that song, because that was that was actually the song, but th that was sort of me and my first girlfriend's song. So I've always, in like when I was going into high school, and it didn't exactly end the way any of us had hoped, but that was still, I still hear it and I still think of her. So I've always been curious as to what the story was behind that song. I think a lot of people have, you know, it's not just low self-esteem, it's more like they just don't believe in themselves, you know, they feel lost or, you know, just they feel almost ambiguous in this, in this world. And it was more or less about 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 telling the other person that you know like that you are good you are great you're you're good at being you 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 know like just move forward in this life and stop dwelling on like what your inadequacies yeah instead focus on like what's already been given given to you you know so many people like wish for a brighter future or better or they they pray for this or that or they wish they could be this or that or why can't I do this better but in all reality like you're, you're already gonna. You're already amazing. You know, like I can't speak for Joey, but but I will. Um, <laughs> but like in high school, like we just, I, I was just, you know, even growing up, I just, I felt inferior. I always felt lost. I always felt like I didn't belong. I felt confused. And I didn't have a lot of friends. And I, th I think a lot of people feel like that. And uh, and yet, you know, I just, I look at like what I came from. And, I, and I, I wish, you know, a part of me wishes that I could go back and tell myself, like, this song, you know, maybe, like, yeah. these lyrics, or just hand a piece of paper and say, like, you know, this this song is about you, you know, about, like, stop looking at the, you know, extracurricular, the things that you're yeah. inadequate. Like, everything will be okay. Yeah. It's just going to be okay. Yeah. Life's going to figure itself out. Hold on and just do what you love. Like, just pursue whatever it is that you're, you know, that you love. Stop thinking, like, I should be like this. I should be doing this. Instead, just let go. Just stop. Just take in the moment and just live in that moment. Because you're brilliant, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you'll find your niche. You'll find your way. Just incredible. time that you are. Yeah, incredible. So, I asked these next two questions to every artist that I interview. Um, what kind of message would you like fans to walk away with after listening to your music? Yeah. I feel like, <clears throat> um, I don't want to speak 
<laughs> uh, he's always written from a place of personal experience, and I feel like some people, you know, pick pick up on that with music as well, you know. And I feel like you, know, you write what's in your heart, you write what's in your mind, you know. And and there's there are feelings in there, there are messages in there, you know, whether the person writing it is aware of it or not, you know, it's there. Yeah. And um, I feel like that translates over well with like with how Steve has always written lyrics as well. Yeah. I like it be an overall relative and positive message. I feel like we've always had. And, sharing moments in life that are hard, moments in life that are fantastic, and like knowing that people can connect with that and see that like, you know, everybody goes through the same thing in life and some things are worse and some things are better, but, yeah. Absolutely. And then the next question, this is a little bit of a big question, but what does music mean to you? So far it's been my life, yeah. <laughs> uh, Man, I just can't imagine a world without it. Like, I'm not just because of we're in it, yeah. but just because, like, I know how it makes me feel. You know, I know how, you know, when I've heard, you know, like, the national record, High Violet, you know, that, that it, it was something, something that, it's like, it's like, the bow on the cello. It was just, it just hit. Perfect. It's just something that just, it, it yeah. strikes a chord you with you. It. Yeah. You feel it. Like it's something like it, it it's almost like spiritual landmarks in your life. You oh know? yeah. Absolutely. Every significant moment that when you hear that song, you know, yeah. exactly where, where you, you were, were where you were. Yes. Who you were with, yeah. you know? And so I, I think it's like, man, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's mile markers in your life. Yeah. And like, yeah. That sets a mood for that exact moment. Yeah. Never ever forget. Absolutely. I will. Ne I'll never stop listening either. You know, it's yeah. not one of those things where I'm gonna quit the band and just, you know, alienate myself from music. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It just, you know, I'll be creating new, you know, I'll be creating new music or I'll be listening to new music and still, it'll again set the moment, set yeah. the time, and set the place. So. Absolutely. So the last question I have is, at the end of this, once you've stepped off the stage. Once you played the final note and the final show as Amberlynn, what do you guys think that you'll be most proud of when you look back at the time that the band has had together? Oh man, the, probably. Oh man, just so much. I mean, I don't know if there's one specific thing. I mean, because I think I think the thing I would be most proud of to be able to like tell my children down the way is that I got into a van. That's probably the most proud moment because it's showing my my kids like you can follow your dreams, like you can do it, like you want to be an artist, you want to be a ballerina, you want to go to Juilliard, you want to start your own company. I don't care. Like, I mean, to be able to show them that I did it, like, not the success. It's not about the.
This episode of For the Record Podcast was brought to you by Vinyl Me Please, the best damn record club of the month. To sign up, visit joinvmp.com slash for the record. Once again, joinvmp.com slash for the record.